Hi, you guys. Welcome to our very first podcast ever. I am your host, one of your hosts, Callie Farkson, and I'm here with my co-host, Mackenzie Summerat. Hi, this is sponsored by Dot Boat Sports. Um, Dot Boat Sports connects teams, athletes, and fans with a simple-to-use boating online platform. And we will be inviting athletes at all levels onto the show to hear about their unique journey and get to know them on a personal <laughs> level. Nice. Good job. <laughs> so our first guest on the show is one of my very good friends, Ella Diedrich. Hi, Els. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Happy good. to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the show and being patient with us as we try to figure out all of this technological stuff. First podcast. No, first podcast. Yeah. Test run here. So <laughs> thank you for being our first little tester. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. I'm happy I can be here and I'm happy I can support. Thanks, Bill. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess the first time I met Ella was I played on the dash this previous year and um, I saw this beautiful girl walk into the training room. And her hair, it was like absolutely amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And she was like, thank you. And then we like never really talked ever since then. And we like went on this like annual trip to. Um, annual. Annual. The dash. No, <laughs> Did it happen? Did it happen last trip. <laughs> um, where we went to Mexico and player A wanted to room with player B. So they asked if Ella and I wanted to room together. Um, and we ended up rooming together and kicking it off. And she has become one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Um, so that's kind of how we met. But what's crazy is I didn't know how much of a bad, badass you were. Like I'm looking at all your stats from like college. Um, and I feel like a bad friend. Like, like woo -woo. yeah, like bad friend alert. Like, here we go. Well, then let's start. Yeah. You know, let's rewind a bit. Let's get okay. to know Ella. Ella, who are you? You know, what is your story? <laughs> and then how did you get to be here now, which is on the Houston Dash? Um, so my name is Ella Diederich. I was born and raised in Camarillo, California. Cheers. Um, we love Cali girls. We love Cali girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love California so much. I love the mountains. I love the ocean everything that it has um I'm all Cali girl too yeah I, I like I want I just like I want people to like look at me and be like she's from California like I like you that's do. a goal of mine. <laughs> you're doing good and, you're you doing know, good you know one time I had someone tell me that I looked like I was from it was Michael. It was Michael. Oh. No, Michael <laughs> told me it looked like I was from Chicago or something like that. And I was insulted. Like, I was like, <laughs> take that back right now. Like, I don't. But, um, yeah, born and raised in California. I went to Washington State University. I played six seasons there. You crushed it there. You had 53 wins, your first all-time your first all-time in minutes like 90 game play 90 games played first all-time yeah so should I keep going on how many red shirts <laughs> did you have is that two. two red shirts and is yeah. that one medical one regular yeah I redshirted my freshman year and then my fifth year I tore my ACL 
um, I went through this major thing where I was like, like, I just, I like, I felt like I was at the age where I shouldn't be in college anymore. And I was just like, do I stay for a six year or do I just get healthy and enter the draft or try and get on a team? But I'm very happy I stayed around for my sixth year because that year my team like made history and we made it to the college cup. So and like I wouldn't have been a part of that if I didn't stay and like tear my ACL and like rehab it there. But right. And that was the final four. Yeah. Yeah. What is the final four like? Because seven and I never made it to the final four in college. (laughs) It was it was it was very cool. Um, Did they treat you guys? like professionals yeah uh, there we got like these little backpacks with it it was pretty it was pretty cool um it it all more professional than actual professional (laughs) college sports has money yeah it was it was a lot of fun and the night before we played our game like we all dressed up and we went to this dinner banquet and people got awards and it was really fun to just kind of like be with your team Mm-hmm. Uh, before entering a stadium that like you're not used to playing in but uh it all went by very fast and I was just talking with one of one of my other good friends um we like we're talking about it it's like college feels like a fever dream like I can't like I can't even remember college like yeah or better yet like that part of my life it all went by so fast and it's like the best time of your life too. Did you yeah. see um that one girl in the Washington Spirit just get signed? She's like 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I like tweeted something like, why best or like your best time? College is the best time of your life, you know? Yeah. But wait, Ella, so when you went to Washington State your last year, was that prior to the COVID year? Yeah, it was it was literally two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So I actually, I graduated from college. I graduated the year prior. I stuck around for like to do like a MBA and it was like, just, I just kind of did my MBA when I was like playing soccer, but I, I ended up taking almost like a year off of soccer because COVID happened and I tried to get on the red stars and then they like went in lockdown and then they had their fall or no, I'm sorry. They had the the first challenge cut and then I got invited back for fall series. And then my knee like moved and I thought like I tore a little bit of my meniscus. So I went home to get a surgery. And then thankfully I, I got a contract with the rain like a couple months later, but. It's the new year and time for the new you. You've thought about running for political office, but don't know where to start. Before you start any planning, you need to secure your name online with a yourname.vote web domain. This means your constituents will know they are learning about the real you when they surf the web. Secure your domain from godaddy.com today. And during that time, that year you had, um, what did you do to like they fit you also had some side jobs right that you were doing as well like to bring some yeah in. I was I was one of those people that followed 
the Instagram accounts that would run lives and like to do the workouts. And that's what held me accountable. And um, I I remember I actually went through like this really like hard time where like I was at home and I was eating a lot and I was bored. So I would eat. So I like kind of went through like a hard time where I just also felt like I was like not doing the right thing. So it, that was also kind of like a hard time in my life. But thankfully, like. I was able to turn it around. Yeah. I think it's hard too because like a lot of soccer players, like their identity is like so wrapped up in soccer that when you like take a step away or, you know, you're not in that environment, it's hard when you're so like set and routined on this schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Your whole life pretty much. Yeah. I, that's one thing I think last year and this year, I've definitely realized that even though soccer is such a big part of my life, it's not like the only cool piece about me. And like, I'm more than just (laughs) a soccer player. And that's been really hard for me to understand. And I know that like a lot of us really just kind of go to training. If we had a good training, we have a good day after soccer. And if we had a bad training, then like, really don't do much and you're just kind of sad for the rest of the day because you didn't satisfy that part of you that yeah, wants that expectation. to good. Yeah. 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 It is really hard. It's a really high stress environment. And no matter what you tell yourself, like today, like I'm going to let it go. Like yeah. had a bad training. It still kind of just like affects you, you know? Like, so I have a question from someone who obviously did not play in the NWSL. This is Mackenzie. Um, you know, did you guys have resources of any sort at the NWSL for mental health? Because that's a huge part of just well-being. Was that a thing? Yeah. Um, at the end of, you, you know, yeah, actually my first year when I was with, when I was with Rain, we had a girl named, a, a woman named Mariah. I don't know her last name. And then I think last year we like brought Lenny on halfway yeah. through or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I actually did like in like halfway during last year, I I did like reach out and I talked to someone. It wasn't it wasn't Lenny, though, but it, it was someone that was provided to me from the NWSL. I, so we do. Thankfully, we do have those resources. Um, I think but, the NWSL, yeah, is doing a lot better job about provi- um Yeah, about providing players with these resources. And is that fee covered by the NWSL or the yeah, team that you're affiliated with? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So um, I just know in prior years, it ha- it wasn't like that. You know, mm-hmm. it was so crazy. I love talking about like my first year in the league and like I was making like nine. Yeah. <laughs> and like my last year, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm rich. And it's still like nothing, you know, like <laughs> it's hard. It's like people aren't aware of the financial lifestyle a lot of the NWSL players have. And then when I like bring that up, like, hey, the minimum is 35K. That's just the minimum. People are like, what? You know, it's such like a glorified job. Yeah. Because you're like this pro athlete and the perks are still so nice. Like free housing. Come on. Yeah. I have to pay rent now. And I'm like, how do I do it? I could never. (laughs) Kind of embarrassed. I'm like almost 30. (laughs) Callie did tell me that 
$600 of rent per month seemed a little high. (laughs) And that's how I knew she was in the NWSL for way too long because I was like, wow, that's like nothing. (laughs) I know. I'm like, "Um, that's a lot of money. I was like, wait, is that what you pay now, Callie? No, no, we said it. We were talking hypothetically. Yeah. I, my jaw was on the floor. I know. It's just like, I'm learning all about life now. Just like (laughs) rent. Um, what else? Yeah. Just having a, a, a job, like working kind of normal hours, like odd hours. Yeah. 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 But your hours are still really nice, huh? Like, yeah. what time do you guys train? Uh, we start activation at 10. 10? And then what time do you have to report? Like, how? what time do you have you to have get to get in the you facility? To, you have to get in there by 9.15. The 2020 political field was intense. So don't get left behind in 2021. If you're running for political office, the first thing on your to-do list needs to be securing your name on the web with a yourname.vote web domain from godaddy.com. Get yours now. So like speaking of that, like what is your everyday schedule? What is the day in the life right now to be, you know, a Houston Dash player? Yeah, Um, I think it could go me personally. It's different than some of the other girls right now. Um, I'm, I'm rehabbing. Uh, I had to get my ACL redone. I didn't tear it, but I had, I, my, from my first surgery, my surgeon screw, like screwed in my ACL too vertically. So um, it caused a lot of shifting and um I I was tearing my meniscus slowly. That was a really hard time for you because I remember you would come up to me and like tears like welling and you'd be like, I sh- my knee shifted again. And then yeah. it started happening really frequently. And you're like, yeah. and twice in one session. And that was like rare for her. Very rare because yeah. I, I, you know, I was probably like after it was my first, like one of my first, shifts was actually when um I was in Chicago and I went home it was one of the first ones I felt and I didn't know what it was but I knew it was painful and that's what I like went home to get a surgery for but I didn't I didn't tear my meniscus or anything but it kept going it's been it's been a pretty shaky knee for like the last three years and I've I've had a lot of knee shifts where I've had to like straight to my leg and it I would literally see my shin bone and like like the like my quad or not I don't know but like it would like shift back into place and it was it was so painful and I could I could feel it like it would almost like make my entire body shake and it just got to a point where like not only was it physically draining because then for the next couple of days, my quad would be sore because it like had to turn on and not let my knee fully go. And my, I remember my MCL, my meniscus, like those were always painful, but also mentally, like, yeah, if I'm having a good training and my knee shifts, it, it killed me mentally because 
I, I didn't know what the problem was for the longest time. And I, it took me like two and a half years to realize that like my ACL was too vertical and I'm, and I was going to have to get it completely redone. And how was that that for you? Like, you know, your second time, like going into it and accepting it, accepting it, accepting it was really hard. Um, I know a lot, there's a lot, a lot of people that tear their ACL and then obviously they have to get surgery, but I was at a point where I was like, I can play, but I'm in a lot of pain, but I can play. And that goes back to the part where I am more than just a soccer player. Yeah. And it was really hard for me to like, have to take myself out of the sport and like, in a way it was kind of easier because I knew what to expect, but it was still very hard for me to like actually accept it. And I just had a fear that like I was going to accept it like after surgery and like I couldn't walk. And thankfully, like I kind of accepted it. Like when my mom came into town to like, and we were like prepping things for the next day and like, doing the doctor's appointments and everything like that. But um, I'm yeah. five months out now and it's, it's going well. I'm able to run. I can kick a soccer ball. Um, it's slow, but I'm happy I got, I'll get a good knee again or I'll have a good knee again. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's the, that was the toughest part about your situation is like you could still play. You had to elect to get surgery. You were like, I have to get, it wasn't like it like yeah. ruptured or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was okay. actually, yeah, it was actually the last month of season where I wanted to finish so badly, yeah. but the doctors told me like my my meniscus was too badly torn. Right, that you I could like at higher risk, right? Well, and then yeah. you have to make the long term decision, like the long term decision, right? In order to like, yeah, get it. You know, you can't play now, but in nine yeah. months, ten months, you know, it'll be yeah, better. it'll be a much healthier yeah. knee. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say like, essentially, like I could just get my mini- my meniscus fixed, but I I had such a great surgeon that obviously he was not going to let that fly. <laughs> like, yeah. I The only thing that was torn was my meniscus, but my ACL was so unstable that, or not unstable, but just like it, it just was damaging other ligaments and that was just not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you the team's happy to have you kind of around and kind of out there. Cause you're such a light and like, you bring so much positive energy and you're like so fun to be around, which was why like I was attracted to you in a sense, like our friendship, you know? Um, so I bet they're looking forward to having you back. Thanks. Callie. You're welcome. Yeah, she, I... always, she always gets weird when I compliment her. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like mm-hmm some blushing going yeah, on yeah she's like uh, yeah <laughs> I was gonna say that and Callie knows this because I wrote it on her birthday card I sent her this year <laughs> but I was gonna say literally my first memory of Callie was our first day of preseason and she was sitting in the front row and <laughs> our old coach <laughs> was like trying to find someone to like pick a smile like to draw a smiley face and he picked Callie. And I was oh, like, that is, the, 
that is just so symbolic. She was like weird. Well, then we always sat next to each other in like team oh film. And she, I would like take it seriously. Like I would watch the screen. I would too. You did, yes, you would. But she like, does too. this. She does this thing with her toes. She can. She's like very. <laughs> it's kind of gross. She has really pretty feet, but like she can like pinch you with her toes. So she would like pinch me during film, and I would like just like try to focus. Or she would like mess with my hair or like pull it back or she would always mess with like Maria in in front of us like we were always like dicking around Maria always had just her she gets her hair cut like once a week so her hair is always (laughs) so fresh it was always such a perfect little like (laughs) (laughs) causing chaos during film yes yes it's always chaos with Ella and then one day she just came in and started calling everyone fartheads and then it stuck and then now fartheads has become like the whole like everyone is called a farthead I call I think I called my dad today. I was like, hey, Farthead. Like, <laughs> I like that? to say Callie and I are co-captain Fartheads. <laughs> you are team captain of the Fartheads. Thank you. <laughs> the political field is all about reputation, so don't let someone squash yours online. Secure your name and political future with a yourname.vote web address from GoDaddy.com. Your political career depends on it. But more on a serious note, did you know when you were like playing in high school and like for your club team that you wanted to play professional soccer? Like, was that like an aspiration you had as like a kid or was it more so like, oh, I'm good at soccer. I'm going to go play in college. And then, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, or. Yeah, I think it kind of embarrassed saying this but (laughs) judgment free zone here with us I I didn't really know there was a perfect a women's professional soccer league until I was until I was in college it's still an issue with kids nowadays like Mm -hmm. I did an appearance the other day and I was like do you guys watch the NWSL and they're like what's that Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I didn't know and then like I just I knew nothing about it, and I remember my goalkeeper coach was like, would you want to do this? Like, would you want to play professional? (laughs) I made a comment. I was like, I only want to play professional if I'm with the national team. Because I literally was like, if I'm with the national team, I need to be playing soccer, like, not, like, almost year-round. Right. Well, that didn't but I'm just I am playing professional soccer but the other part didn't happen <laughs> hopefully maybe one day I'll get invited back cross your fingers <laughs> so what happens with the NWSL draft do you guys enter your name or does your like how does that work yeah so Kelly, you take it over you're the one that actually got drafted <laughs> I did and Mac you were there with me so Mackenzie was the only one with me when I got drafted well, and it was so I have so to say sweet. you were ridiculous because like we all knew how good Callie was in college and we all knew that she was going to get drafted and she was just so humble and just like so low-key about it that like she didn't want anybody anybody with her like I God forbid she even like went to the draft <laughs> and I was like okay Callie like I'm coming over like we're gonna do something about this yeah like, make it like 
a celebration because she just wanted to watch it by herself in bed. I didn't think, well, I didn't think I was going to get like drafted. You just, I don't know. I was never that confident at that point, but now with my first year, when I, after my first year, I gained so much more confidence because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow. Like I had a contract I could hang, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah, to go back on the draft, you just enter your name and like some credentials and then they have like a list and they get to pick. Yeah, like, we just sat there and, and we watched the TV and I'm like, I know your name is coming oh, and you're like, well, probably not, you know, like whatever. It's okay. And I'm like, no, your name's <laughs> definitely coming. And you were the what pick? The 12. That's incredible. Yeah. So thanks. Very cool. Thanks, Boo. Well, I got text messages before I even like, because my feed was slower. So I was getting congratulations, congratulations. And then. Oh, no. Yeah. And then it kind of like wasn't like as surprising but yeah that is right yeah I forgot about that I know but yeah so Mackenzie's a day one she was there with me she drove all the way to my parents house so you guys both played NWSL for two different teams so Spirit yeah you played from the Spirit and then you went to the Dash right Mm -hmm. and then Ella went from the rain to the Dash or maybe even Chicago in there somewhere no I was I was never contracted with Chicago okay are there like big differences between teams you play for in terms of you know, maybe culture or lifestyle or like what was that like playing for two different teams and you know either getting traded or having to you know pick up your life and move somewhere else yeah um I think it was it was definitely challenging realizing I was gonna leave Washington because I went to college at Washington State and then my time there at Washington State I would travel back and forth from Pullman to Seattle and Bellevue and, and those places over there. So like, I was very familiar and like, I was there for seven years. I lived in Washington for seven years and I, I walked, I would walk out of my apartment in Washington and see the water every day. I would drive to practice every morning and I would see Mount Rainier and I, there was this beautiful, it's called Five Mile. It was right by our apartment. And it was just a beautiful drive. And you're just like enclosed by trees. And it was, it was so beautiful that like, if you had a bad day at training, like you just, you literally just get to see water and you get to hear water and you get to see beautiful mountains that are so much bigger than you. So realizing I was getting traded to the dash, um, it was a little challenging, like realizing I was leaving the West Coast, but I knew that there was probably better opportunity for me here. And I I did. I, I also moved into another great apartment and I had floor. I've moved out since, unfortunately, but um, I had like floor to ceiling windows and that was beautiful and I loved it. And, um, I also, I also had a roommate that really like helped me adapt and, um, it was, it was a little challenging, but like, I definitely found the things that like make me happy again. I lived across from like a beautiful park and I would walk in the park and I would see ducks and I would see squirrels and I would see lizards and like, I love that stuff. And I, I would really force myself, even though like I wanted to be in bed and I wanted to be on TikTok and I wanted to just 
not do anything. I forced myself to get outside and I found the things that like I loved again. And and she forced me to get outside too. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I forced you to delete TikTok off TikTok <laughs> off your phone too, but it's probably yeah, back on it. Well, I just find that so interesting because I think as like me just being a sports fan, like I we romanticize the idea of like trades being like, oh, this player's coming to my team, or like we traded this player for you know this. And as fans, it's it's one thing, but like you don't really think about what it's like to be that athlete that just has to actually get up and pack all their bags and change their life. Yeah. Um, And you're rebuilding like a community, you know, like you're moving somewhere. You don't know a lot of people like right. being new to a team. You're yeah. like, who's going to be my friend? Like, yeah. who am yeah. I going to connect with? And then you have to kind of restart that whole like community process. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole another outlook on the situation. Yeah. Like, how did you find out Ella that you were getting traded? How did I find out? Ring, ring, ring. I have a bad memory. Oh, I think I was at I was at home in California, and I was kind of talking with my GM at the time. And like I said, I knew that I got I got told some things that um, really just didn't sit right with me, and I knew I wanted to push myself. So I, I asked for a trade and um, they, and he just came to me and told me that the dash were interested and like, if I was interested and I said, yes. So, and it just kind of happened like that. And then I talked to James, he was our coach at the time. And I talked with James and he kind of told me a little bit about the dash. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I, I would like to come. And I think that happened in December. And then I, Drove my car there with my dad in January. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the NWSL is really tough because a a lot of it is coach's discretion. Like there's percentage differences between the players. Um, Like, for example, Ebony Salmon wasn't playing at all at Louisville. And then she comes to the dash and scores like 10 goals. You know what I mean? So it does have to do like fitting into a system better or the coach just being able to utilize their skill. It's I think it would be both like Ebony fit our system and granted, like they built the system for her essentially. Um, when Juan came in was like, let's play Ebony, you know? Um, and then, yeah, some of it is coach's discretion too. Like, Hey, we want this player and we're going to play her no matter what, you know, which is again, like really tough it's a tough lifestyle because then you're like, well, there's nothing I can do. You know, they right, like yeah. this player. And that's why a lot of times like players really have to advocate for themselves with playing time and or traits. Like, hey, I need to be in a place where I'm going to get the best opportunity. And then sometimes trades just ooh, so scandalous this year, like Lynn Williams going to Gotham. I was like, where did that come from? Trades and also girls being waived. Right. Yeah. That was that's that's another thing. Like, yeah. That's another thing that, like, it's worse than being traded. Like, yeah. you're left hanging. Right. Yeah. If, if you get if you get cut in that like a period of time that you can get cut. Yeah, you so have one month what are you left. Do you yep. know? It's like you have to. You then have to like pick the pieces up and put them together. Yeah. And like 
figure figure it out and it's hard and, and like with being traded it's like okay I am gonna live in this apartment and I'm gonna play with this team and I'm gonna like you're you're like safe it's it's hard yeah. like you obviously have to adapt but like when you're waived like or cut it's just like I'm moving back in with my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Or like, unless like a team like invites you to a camp or like you get picked up by another team. But like, right. Sometimes that does happen where like girls just go home. Can you yeah. get waived at any time? Does this have to do with what your contract, you know, states? What is, what is getting waived? Yeah. So there's a s- stipulation in your contract that says like guaranteed or semi-guaranteed if you're semi-guaranteed you can get cut at any time so that's why again it's but, like but really high like, stress but there's like a time period hmm. so like i think so you can get cut whenever but as soon as it hits august it closes so you can't get cut okay, but that's yeah. like yeah but it's <laughs> august and like season's over october so it's like right that's um, like two months of like you're locked in but that's the season starts oh my gosh the season started for you guys in february this year dude 13 days. another oh. crazy thing so now season is like, first game. oh my gosh are you guys sick of each other yet or what no i actually want more of my teammates i don't really get to see them often <laughs> i know that was always like hard for me when like i didn't make the travel roster is like i didn't have anyone to like really hang out with. And then as soon as everyone got back, I wanted to see them all, but everyone was already so sick of each other from hanging out with each other. All yeah. And, and they're then like, I like, just oh. day. I know. <laughs> I'm like, hello, can I come over? No, you would come over to, you would come over to Emily's more. And your house. And my- <laughs> <laughs> the funniest oh. thing about this is that, okay, so obviously Callie and I became friends. And then I started coming over to Callie's house and Callie and Emily were roommates. Callie mm-hmm. decided to leave me high and dry. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. They Callie decided me. to leave me. Yes, retired. <laughs> yeah. But now I am roommates with Emily. And where's your puppy? Oh, Mr. Tucker, he's right. Wait. I saw him before in the Oh, okay, he's he so handsome. Cute. I miss him he's so adorable. much. adorable. We got Mr. Tucker in the building. Um, did Ella move into your old apartment? Like, no. No, but apartment. She, she stole my roommate. That's all. Okay. I see. Yeah. There's some beef then. <laughs> my roommates. Yeah. Tucker, Tucker. and McKinley. And McKinley. <laughs> and McKinley. Yes. <laughs> I live with I live with a married couple. Yeah. So that's another odd thing, right? Like some of these girls are married in the league and they still have to have roommates or they're still living away from their partner or yeah, if you get traded, right. And is your, your partner's coming with like the lifestyle is really rough, but I'm not married yet and I'm retired. So it didn't affect me at all, <laughs> but um, okay. Else. Do you want to play a little game of uh, drink or spill? Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Did you come up with this game, Kelly? Um, I saw it on a James Gordon Gordon show. 
or something. Yeah, of course. She did start it's out like, by saying she invented it. Yeah, I did. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen it plenty of times, but it's a great idea. <laughs> Very fun for the show. But I like the idea. And on their show, instead of like drinking like something like water, they have to drink or eat something nasty. Yeah, I saw like, that. Yeah, I do. Know, I do. I do. I have seen that. I've seen yeah. some celebs do that. Yeah. Am I? Are we celebrities? No, but I think that's a like another thing. Like when I was in the NWSL, I was waiting just to like get big. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I'm a pro athlete. Like I should be so famous. And like, I still have like 3000 followers <laughs> and I'm like, can we, can we, uh, need to try to get Ella famous. Cause first of all, you're gorgeous. So like marketing potential is unreal for her. Second of all, you're funny. So like <laughs> the more jokes you say on this podcast, <laughs> yes. yeah, but up. we're going to go viral and then <laughs> you're going to be making millions and I get a cut and a portion. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about manifesting uh, this? Can we just talk about your DM? Which one? You know who? Oh my gosh. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I DM famous celebrities. This drinker spill just somehow like reverse into being Callie's like like spill. Drinker spill. I, yeah. I DM famous celebrities to try to get them to support the NW. <laughs> so I've like DM Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Who else have I DM? I DM this like famous French pastry. <laughs> Like, how do you go from Kim Kardashian to, like, a French pastry chef? Honestly, like, I have just no shame in it. Did we have any No. No one ever applies. (laughs) There will be that one person that does. Right. Right. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really trying to get, like, the really famous people to, like, support and post about the NWSL so we can, you know, advocate for women in sport. Well, what I thought yeah, really is like owners now are becoming a big thing, like how Patrick Mahomes oh, is now yeah. on board with yeah. Kansas. And so like that brings in a lot of attention for yeah. obviously people who aren't soccer fans who everyone who Patrick Mahomes is. Well, so. Angel City, they get like bring in Jennifer Garner. Right. Like how cool is that? Being and in like, LA has a lot of parts. Yeah, and Sophia Bush, like all Natalie Portman. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Wait, my yeah. in. I should I should DM them. Can you Thoughts. can you please remind me of what you DM'd Kim Kardashian? I DM'd Kim Kardashian. Were you like sober for this? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I DM'd her and they said because it was hap- it was during her divorce with Kanye. And he was being a little cray cray. He's a little narcissistic. Okay. And I felt so Going bad after for the her. Vulnerable. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. And I was like, hey. You are a strong, like powerful woman. I don't know what I <laughs> but I mean, I was like, keep doing your thing. And if you want to support women, <laughs> watch the end of you. I don't know. Kim Kardashian, if you're listening, then <laughs> offer still on the table. I like it's so embarrassing, but like whatever. So I've been trying to like hook Ella up Ella up with some marketing, right? So I've literally been DMing one dming every company out of my mind for her it's a good friend yeah so i mean still waiting on some replies can anyone reply to me 
All right. So before <laughs> we wrap it up, let's do a few drinker spills. Okay. And okay. unfortunately our time is coming to an end, but let's, yes. let's get some tea first. Should we do some questions from your viewers as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. get some tea here. We're going to go tea first. Okay. Drink or spill. No, Dash edition. Okay. No. <laughs> Who is the most dramatic on the team? Me, me, me. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm drinking, dude. I'm okay. Um, and it's water, of course, because she's a professional athlete and we only hydrate with water. And um, I'm a little sicky, sicky. Okay. So who is the funniest on the team? Mm. You know, you know, you want to know who has a good personality. Who? And not a lot of people get to see it. Who? Michelle. Oh, she's the best. I've, I've been hanging out with her and like, uh, we like, we would do our 7am rehab times. And I kid you not being able to do our rehabs together has like really helped me get through it because one, I got to know her a little bit more because I didn't really get to hang out with her that much last year, but like, we've really been able to like, and like, we get so distracted yeah just talking like it's so good is it, do you like her so much because she laughs at your jokes probably <laughs> Nichelle is like sneaky because she's like very quiet but like she likes to have a good time you know yeah yeah, yeah. okay and like so- she has a little she has a little attitude which like you wouldn't nice. expect because she's so nice yeah but then yeah so she's nice. definitely one of my favorites okay um who's your favorite coach Hero. Hero. Who's Hero? He is one of the assistants. No, I just like Hero because we have this thing where he's like really awkward, but it like it's Hero, you know? He's like, good morning, Callie. Yeah. Nella? And that's like a that's personality trait that just works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the thing that I like so much about him is because he, good morning, Ella. And I'm like, hey, hero. <laughs> and when he doesn't say hi to me, you can defend it. Yeah. You're like, hero, come on. I go, hey, What's hero. <laughs> and before film, he would always start, what would he always say? Like, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Like clockwork. Like um, clockwork. Like Wait, clockwork. is it good morning, everybody? Hello. Is it? No. I don't know. Oh, shoot. We must. Ugh, I don't know. I don't okay. know, but there was something he would always say. Okay, ready? Who's the smelliest teammate? Who smells pretty nasty? Five, four, three. I do it. I'm not going to say. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who's uh, the messiest? Uh, who has the messiest locker? I speak too close. I don't know. It's really hard because our locker room is split. So I only go to one half. Who's the messiest in your locker room? I don't know. Shay's always got some Adidas shoes in there. <laughs> she always, she's always, Shay, it's, yeah, it has like 
shoe boxes. I was a. Uh, but it's not because it, she's messy. It's because she gets set Adidas stuff all yeah, the time. That sounds Sponsor. like a great yeah. problem to have. I was a <laughs> Rose Lavelle's locker buddy back on the Spirit, and you come in, and there's just like New Balance boxes, like all the way up. She gave me a pair once. I felt pretty. Whoa, dude! Did she sign for you? She did. <laughs> Big fan. She did. Um. Okay. So, who is your favorite teammate, past or cur- current? In like at the dash, um, or just like ever in the world? NWSL ever. Okay, I'll do ever in the world and NWSL. Okay, ever in the world, go. Favorite teammate would have to be Celia. Celia Jimenez. Hopefully we'll have um, her on the show one day too. She's awesome. Yeah. And then best team, wait, no, worldwide teammate ever, Emma Dolly. And oh yeah, and Callie. <laughs> she and was waiting for that. I was like Loki expecting me, and then she said Emma, and I was like, oh, like daggered in my heart. No, no, okay, but I'm gonna say why Emma. But you've known her for so long. She I know, but this is yeah, and this is why I think teammate, the best teammate a player could have. We both were goalkeepers. And when I came, when she came in, I was starting. And obviously, it's not easy, like being a backup goalkeeper. And she never once, like, like got down on me. She would always lift me up, even if I was having a bad day. She would call me out and be like, "Ellie, you are better than that." And she would always want me to do a good job. And, like, there was never any cat fights. Like, we never fought. Okay, we would fight all the time. But it was never about (laughs) goalkeeping and, like, positions. And I just think that, like, and that's why she's my best friend to this day. That, like, I just think that it just shows who she is as a person. And it shows how amazing she is and like how much she actually like loves and cares for me so I think that's one thing I miss about college too is like everyone celebrates your isn't afraid to celebrate your success whereas in the NWSL you don't get that as much like team camaraderie with like the support you know okay last one who is the meanest on the dash (laughs) you have my attention Mm -hmm. no I can't say all right, drink your water. All right. I would I would like to I could tell you, but it would have to be a separate phone call. And <laughs> you know no what? Fun. You already know because I, I told know. you this morning. <laughs> I already know. I played for that team. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Ella, it was so nice having you. Thank you for being our first ever guest on dot vote sports yes i loved learning about you hopefully you can come back again yeah yeah maybe like um it could be like an annual thing and it can be like i'll come back on after every 50 episodes okay you'll be our go-to um guest featured guest 
Yeah. Okay. When you can't get anybody else, you know who you call. <laughs> yeah. Just less <laughs> sipping next time, more tea. But uh, this okay, podcast. Well, you should have asked me about past teams. Okay. Next time. Next time. We, we yeah, missed, we're running. We're out of time. Yeah. But this podcast was sponsored by Dot Boat Sports. Find out more about Dot Boat Sports at athlete.boat. And thank you all for listening. That is a wrap. First one done. That was cheers, everybody. I finished an hour ago. All right. Oh my God. Gally's drunk. That was good. I know she was drinking her first top chico and she was like, oh my God, I make it a little tipsy off this. I'm like, we have other problems. I'm still recording. I'm cutting his cord.